0: Oh, hi. I didn't realize you were here. Dude, I just spent 30 minutes straight scrolling through Insta. Can you believe it? Of course you can believe it. We're all guilty of it at some point in our life, right? But what if I told you that this is not your fault? Social media is so ingrained in our lives that we cannot imagine living without it. The endless scrolling, the consumption of content, and especially during this pandemic, this has increased even more right? Remember when I told you that this is not your fault? It's because apps and websites spend huge sums of money on making a product more user-friendly and more engaging. In short, UI and UX, user interface and user experience. This is one of the most sought jobs in the market right now. Did you know that? And we've all encountered a lot of apps which have a great idea, but a really lackluster UI, which, you know, is a turn-off. And in today's market, duplicating and making an idea better is not difficult at all. We have over 4 million apps currently sitting in the App Store right now. Every app, or at least a bunch of them, having their own USP. What do you think is ensuring that one app stands out from the other? That's right, a great UI design. And who does that? A UI designer. So if you're a 17 or an 18 year old, probably wondering which field you should pursue, I believe UI UX designing is a really great upcoming career option for you. Or if you're a budding entrepreneur who has an app based idea, or probably a product based idea integrated with an app, make sure you spend enough on an exceptional UI. Or if you're a business owner wanting to go digital, ensure that you hire the best UI designer for your app or website. So today on the engineer project, we're talking about user interfaces and user experience. <music> to talk more about UI and UX design today, we have with us Sahil Savant, a final year electrical engineering student who has been a freelancer for over two years now and also landed an internship in UI UX design by designing daily right from his first year and building a strong enough profile to be recognized by recruiters. Hi Sahil, welcome to the Engineer Project. Hey Manaspur, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm so psyched to be finally talking to you about UI and UX and how you practice daily to achieve this level of skill that you have today. So, you know, before we dive deep into technical stuff, uh, let me ask you, why are you so passionate about designing? Uh, How did you get into UI and UX?
1: Okay. uh, So initial design began as something that uh, I just did because I wanted to be a part of some clever chapter. And since I was not much of a technical person, I needed to find key what was my thing. So uh, since school days, I used to do art and stuff, but I never thought of design as a career. or I didn't know any design software existed. So basically I started off as a gra- novice graphic designer for club chapters, got good enough with it, did some freelance work and finally like towards the end of my third year, I realized that there's something called as product design because there's a lot of people in the in my university mm-hmm. talking about this new like this field that existed and I kind of liked it because it was a culmination of psychology and design and these two have been like the most, the, the two things that I'm passionate about and mm-hmm. it, it ended up having my passion move to UI UX from just being a graphic designer. Yeah. So that was how I got into UI ux design and I've managed to stay in it for a long time.
0: Yeah. So according to you, what is, what is exactly UI and UX?
1: Okay. Uh, so UI and UX according to me is like, uh, whenever you're designing a product you hmm. have two interests the interest of the company and the interest of the user yeah now ui ux is somewhere it is a, a point where you trade tra- between the line on these two like there are some decisions that we have to made, be made when we have taken in mind ki, the user is my the user is at the center and he should be the one that has to get everything easily mm-hmm. he has, has to do stuff okay get to do get to do stuff easily and whereas there are some places where you have to see okay i need profits from here for my company, and these sections also have to be included in the design. So the, the, this field is where we somehow balance them both out, and we try uh, and we try maximum to keep the user happy while using that.
0: Okay. Uh, so Sahil, uh, tell us some uh, something about your college life. What was your routine, and what did you usually do in those four years? Okay.
1: Uh, so starting off, I was like a very ideal student. I started off as nine in my first semester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, then. <laughs> kind of decided okay this is not I was doing electrical engineering so mm-hmm. I was like okay, this is not something that I can see myself doing in the future yeah because to be honest you you know it like there are thousands of people in a college and there are lakhs of people doing engineering in, at any given year uh, in a country mm-hmm. so what there's nothing that makes us different from anyone else which yeah. is like, okay let's discover, discover what I'm good at and so design started off as a interest over there so to balance, like throughout my college life, I had to maintain a very. Uh, I I tried to maintain a balance between the st- studies, the enjoyment, and design, uh, which ended up in like having a very different sleep schedule, mm-hmm. or maybe giving up on entertainment when uh once when there was work. But yeah, like this was my entire college life. Like trying to maintain that balance, which of course I failed in my studies cases because that was not going that well. Yeah, as I expected, but yeah, it did not very good in the case of design.
0: Okay. So what will you tell a 10th class student or a 12th class student? Uh, if they have absolutely no idea what they want to do in the future.
1: Okay. Uh, so my first advice would be, key, it is okay to not have an idea about what you want to do or what you're doing, yeah. because in my case, this happened like 10th and 11th, 12th were places where I was doing stuff because. The uh, people around me were doing the same thing. I I got a very good score in my 10th board. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, what are those doing? They're taking up IIT courses. So let's do that and see if somewhere I find a better option in that case. After 12th, I didn't land up into IIT. I, I was I came to VIT. So now, okay. Maybe I I get to do something different here. So every time it was, you, you'd make certain decisions and then you reach a certain point and at that point you realize key, what is it that I am doing? And um, it gives you sort of an idea as to what do you want to do in the future? So that happened to me in during my engineering years and most, in most cases that happens to you during your post 12th era, because in that time you are more an independent thought of key. Okay. I need to really know what I have to do. Yeah. So if you don't have any idea, it is okay. Um, you're fine. You're doing okay. But I would suggest that from a, a very young age, people we are uh, put through to this system wherein you have to do everything that others are doing. Instead of that, this would be a more better approach if we are doing something that is interesting us and in trying to follow through at least some of our, some time of our day to that particular activity. Yeah. Like if I had been do- doing design from that age. Uh, like some of us have been, you know, Anshan, he, he has been doing design stuff for a very long time. Yeah. So these kind of stuff, if I had started off early, I may have been be- better equipped to handle our uh, post 10th and 12th errors. But yeah, uh, it. I would say ki you guys need to find your own flow and then try to stick to what you are applying to do.
0: Exactly. Because there's only one thing professionally that's going to fetch you money or uh, that's going to be fulfilling to you. And there's just, mm. you have to have an absolute mastery on that. So that only yes, comes with exactly. practice and practice is a, you know, function of time. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. very
1: true. You have to practice a lot. Like if, uh-huh. if yeah. it's design, it is really like you, you start off with very, um, really bad designs. Exactly. Like your, my designs, if I, if I look back at it and I'm like, okay, this is not at all good, which I thought I was <laughs> very good at that time.
0: Exactly. So, because- yeah. We were uh, very new to the tools that we were given. Photoshop and Illustrator hmm. were not uh, not, very uh, not very conventional tools. And we do not know what to do about it. Because uh, yeah, exactly. my sister was in NIFT when I was in 12th. And she was just about to graduate. And she used to teach me what Photoshop was or Illustrator was. So that was the starting point where I started to learn about design. Then when I came to VIT, I started designing something of my own. So, yeah, that is... Some uh, one graph that I uh, wanted to talk to you about because you have also been involved in freelancing for two years now and uh, for, to all the listeners uh, Sahil ha- started off with a gig for 75 bucks for a logo design and right now just as we speak he has completed one of the biggest projects uh, for him which made him 31k so Sahil uh, tell us about this journey as a freelancer
1: okay uh, so as this freelancer journey like there are a lot of videos out there as to how to attempt freelancing and i have been a part of viewing them all and trying them all out they suggest ki, okay go to the these freelancing websites and make your profiles and then you will get uh, gigs and you will earn basically it is not that easy what happens is when you go on these websites uh, there are already millions of users there who are registered to them most of them have credibility because they have done past projects uh, so even I tried out these, like when I first, your first year, second semester, we tried out, okay, okay, let's do some freelance thing, if we can try it. And it was a $5 gig and it was like, okay, I will, I completed it, I sent it out and I never got the payment. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a turn off for me, okay, this is not something, this is, this is sketchy. Like, I can't wait so long to just be exactly. considered for a certain task. So what I did was ki, I clustered I brands that I wanted to work with. Ki, these are the certain brands that I feel need a designer and uh, I am well suited for their needs. And I sent out emails, messages to the uh, Instagram accounts. Ki, okay, I have been doing this. This is the work I've done till now. Whatever it was. And um, if you ever need um, a designer, please get back, get in touch with me. So they were cold
0: emails and messages that you were sending
1: out. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just, uh, because I just told them ki why I wanted to work with their brand. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's basically flattery to get what you want. And if you're really interested in what the brand is doing, you uh, it comes out naturally. Exactly. So in some cases, like I worked with a brand called, I still work with a brand called Cha. Mm-hmm. They're a fashion studio in Mumbai. So they got back to me, uh, like as soon as I sent out the message saying, okay, uh, we are interested. But right, since they're starting off, they're like, we don't have very uh, compensation thing right now. Mm-hmm. And since I like the people, I was like, okay, I'll let's see what happens in the future. And then they become a very regular and uh, regular client of mine. Okay. Then there was others who were like, okay, currently we don't need anyone, mm-hmm. but we'll get back to you. And they did get back to me. So six months later, I uh, had an email saying, okay, Sahil, we do need a designer. Mm-hmm. And if you are free, can you get back to us? So that is the same brand I've been working with for two years. And I finally ended up doing one single project for 31K, as you mentioned. Yeah. So attempting freelancing is something you should have a different approach to it. Like That is what I would suggest like have an approach where you actually talk to brands directly instead of this cha- freelancing channels, which are a very tedious process and which don't like are not at all fruitful.
0: Exactly. If, if you, you do, do burnout too. Uh, exactly. I you need to is, a
1: network. Yeah. That is what I feel. Yes.
0: So cold emailing, building your own brand among uh, companies and uh, brands uh, is the way huh. to go according to you. Yeah, all according way. to me, that is
1: one way to go of course. Yeah. Like it worked. it has to be working. It worked
0: uh, for you. Just, it might not work hmm. for someone else, but yeah, this yes. worked for you and this is your process. Hmm.
1: I would say try all the ways possible. Yeah. One of one of which will be helpful for you guys. Like, that is what I would suggest.
0: Yeah, exactly. So walk me through your design process and uh, what goes in your mind when you're designing an interface or you know something else.
1: Okay, uh so a uh, user interface and experience is something that has user as it's at its center. Like if we are starting off at any, uh, for example, say if I'm doing a certain page redesign with mm-hmm. my current place. So what I start off with is, ki, okay, this is a page I have to redesign. What do I feel is the problem with it? I list down everything that I have. I can see, mm-hmm. ki, okay, this this is not with certain UX principle or this is kind of lacking something. So I listen what I want to do after which we take certain user ke reviews ki, uh, and we try to not, have, make them and have any kind of bias. Mm-hmm. He, um, what we, we just try, try to see what they're, how they are using the interface, what issues they are facing. Ask them the right questions, yeah. and get uh, what your review of that person using the interface is. Once you have these multiple sets, you get to kind of uh, create a band diagram. Okay, okay, I feel these were the issues. These were the actual issues with the user, and therefore, these are the common points that actually need work on. Because okay. at the end of the, day, you, at the end of the day, you can have a bias. Uh, maybe I feel this is an issue, but the user may not. User may find it very easy to use. Yeah, and if that is the case in multiple points, that point that hypothesis has to be scrapped. Mm-hmm. So these sections, uh, combined with data uh, which we receive from the uh, all the metrics that we have, these three points are where we start. After which we then move on to a mock-up stage where, okay, um, we have all this data, we have compi- compiled it, we have realized that this is a realization. So then we start making mockups, key different variations, mm-hmm. and we try to not have colored mockups. That is like that feels trivial, but it is because something like we don't ha- uh, want color contrast to create some sort of a, 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 a we have a, we have points of focus and points of non-focus. Like like I feel key this. Button has to be the primary uh, object in the page, yeah. which I later do it on the I do it in color. But doing it in black and white is something that helps you not have those biases yourself. you just focus on this part of the design and not the other part. Okay, that kind of sections. So these black uh, low fidelity mockups that we design. Mm-hmm. Um, these are these are one part of the process, which post which we have some iterations made. We get uh, like uh, uh, reviews from the product teams. And then finally, we move into the UI phase where we actually design the interface, the colors, the graphics. Mm-hmm. So I've 80% of the process is something that is not the final UI design that you see. 80% goes behind it. Key why a certain button has to be placed somewhere. Yeah. Like a minor thing, like a button being placed on the top corner will reduce accessibility is something that you have to consider while doing these low fidelity mockups. Mm-hmm. So this is the process that has been like, I have tried, uh, tried to improve myself and keep. Make sure you understand the problem first Yeah, and try not to create a problem which doesn't exist. Uh, it happens when we are designing stuff. It happened to me as well, we assume this would be a problem with the user. Mm-hmm. but you can assume but you have to have a concrete uh, data and user review to back you up
0: yeah
1: that would be absolutely important uh, to note so this is what this is basically the entire UX process that i follow
0: that that's great advice uh, so sahil uh, i'm going to ask you the final question for the episode which is also the most recurring question in our series how hmm. should a student maximize uh, their time in college and make the most out of their college life.
1: Okay. So college basically gives you a, a lot of time. Like if we, if we have seen, uh, the amount of time we actually spend in college each day mm-hmm. studying is fairly low, like four or five hours of something, some studying stuff that we attend, um, the classes and or the lectures that we have to, but we don't actually end up doing anything for the rest of the hours that we have so my idea was simple ki whenever if you are passionate about something other than your uh, university subjects try to find find these loop or loopholes in time like where are you spending time that you can not and have it instead of do something very productive with it. Mm-hmm. So maximizing the university time is basically maintaining a balance between your college studies, your passions, and your entertainment because entertainment is important. Yeah. I kind of did it within in second year. I was like, I am not going to any films with my friends and not going to any parties. That kind of is helped me career-wise. I got really good at my craft, but um considering friendships and considering the en- entertainment part it kind of made had a different impact on the mental health mm-hmm. so it's like okay this is not something i will recommend anyone but uh, over the years after, okay after a certain period wherein you are okay I-, I am well placed to have a maintain a balance between all these three mm-hmm. you should go ahead and maintain the balance like have your studies done right have um and try to say yes to as many app- opportunities you get because um, if people tell you, Ki, okay, you need to learn, you need to learn to say no, uh, and that has to happen at a later stage,
0: yeah.
1: not at the stage when you are starting off like college, because, uh, there's a very good quote by Richard Branson, which says, Ki, if you don't know, uh, something and someone asked you to do something, some, some project based on that, just say yes and figure it out later, which happened to me a lot, many cases, Ki, uh, someone told me, Ki, please edit a video for me. I need a trailer. I didn't know how to use a, or use a video editing app. And I was like, okay. I'll do it and it took me some time but I got it I got it right over there so mm-hmm. try to have these approaches wherein you're saying yes and you're doing as much work as possible in these four years that you have because at the end of the day when you are setting for placements or when you are approaching off-campus offers these three whatever you did in these three years is what is going to define you so I wouldn't have got a UI UX design internship or maybe a full-time ahead if I, did, I had sp- not spent time on my craft mm-hmm. and I'm not saying thinking neglect studies because I have done it. Um, I have neglected a lot of studies in, in these four years, but there are people who have given equal importance to design and equal importance to their college studies and have very good CGPs at the same time. Mm-hmm. So try to get that balance between uh, all these, uh, um, all these things and make sure keep your using time properly you, are, you have a lot of time instead of just sleeping around or going every day to um, eat it out maybe spend those three or four hours
0: improving your craft yeah that is something that i would give a
1: suggestion about yeah
0: that's very real advice Sahil. thank you so much for being here on the engineer project i hope you have a really successful career ahead all the very best thank you so much yes thanks for having me Whenever something new arrives, it usually approach the old. You know, automation is just around the corner and a lot of seemingly safe and conventional jobs are going to be lost because of this. The market is changing faster than most of the people imagined. In fact, in the coming future, degrees will hold lesser and lesser value because the most important trait the recruiters are going to see are your skills. So if you're not skilled, but have a degree there's a solid chance that you may end up jobless after completing college. So keep improving on your skills. Try out a bunch of things and narrow down to one or two skills that you can master. And most importantly, master skills that will make you valuable professionally. So keep practicing, keep hustling. I'm your host Manaswa and this is The Engineer Project.